Hello, my name is Jessica Soul. Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. Ah, I am so, so grateful and honored and happy to have you here. If you are new, welcome. If you are somebody who listens to me every single week, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and being on this journey with me. This journey for me, as you may or may not know, has been one that spans now hundreds of episodes. And with that has come a lot of personal transformation. So for me, the aim of this podcast is to be something that you would call your medicine, your freedom, your peace, your claiming, your unleashing, and your ability to step into your highest version as a result of being here and listening to these sound waves every single week. I aim to allow you the space to have realizations, to create what you desire, and to learn how to become the absolute embodiment of everything you want to be in this life. I am an embodiment coach and I work with both business owners and individuals, mainly women, and my aim in life is to help you realize your limitless potentiality. So thank you for being here. I cannot wait to be in your ears this week. I appreciate you. Have an amazing, amazing ride. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. Thank you for being here as always. And I'm on a bit of a, I think I'm I'm on a little bit of a business tangent this today in particular. Um, I actually tend to record a few podcasts at once. So this last couple of weeks and then obviously this week now, it's kind of a carry on from last week. And I really, really hope you enjoyed last week's episode was on the soapbox, was having a rant and, um, but yeah, like a really powerful rant, not just something that had no end or no outcome. And I'd love to get your feedback. I would really genuinely love it. One thing that I want you guys to know if you are here and you are new, I have two Instagram accounts that you can find me on. One of them was previously, 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 um, specifically for my podcast, but I've realized that it's not in alignment for me just to post from there because I'm a podcast person. It's more in alignment for me to just have two accounts that are my name. Um, it also came about because Instagram decided that they would, um, allow, they would, they would disallow people to, to tag me in one of my, in one of my accounts because of a a mention of, of a word that isn't, um, socially acceptable at the moment, starting with a V and ending with an E, (laughs) you can put the two and two together, right? Um, so in terms of that, um, what I would really love in terms of, um, you guys kind of following along, I just wanted to share with you the two accounts. So I have, Jessica Soul underscore embodiment coach. And I'll put these links in the bottom anyway. And then I also have, I am Jessica Soul. So I am Jessica S-O-L. So with those two, what you can do now is you can tag me in the, I am Jessica Soul, if you are sharing anything. And of course, I'm going to ask you to do that because I pour my soul into this work And when you share it, it means a lot and means we can help more people and have more impact. So 
Hmm. That's my little biz thing done. And, um, and on to today's topic. I, if you've been following along for a while, you would know that I'm, I'm a big writer. I'm actually, I've been in the process of writing a book for a long time and, um, and it will get there one day. Um, I know that one day it's just all going to drop in and the point is going to be gotten. Everything's going to drop in and it will become something powerful. But for now, I've just been writing and writing and writing. And honestly, I, I feel like any words that any creative person, which, you know, is an artist, um, I feel like I am an artist in terms of the words that I write. Um, but when we put words out to to our people, to our followers, to the universe, to our clients, it can be super, super powerful. And the other day I started writing in my journal because I write in my journal a lot. I don't sit and write specifically. I often write in my journal. When I started, okay, I'll, I'll backtrack, I'll backtrack. <laughs> when I started journaling, it was a practice and a routine and a ritual that really helped me heal and really helped me get become curious and so when I started journaling it would be things like what happened yesterday and what did I do well and what could I improve on and what kind of day do I intend to have and um it was like a download it was it was something where I was downloading thoughts onto paper and almost coaching myself through things and and it was kind of like that for a long time. And I got to a point where there was a bit of stagnation and I didn't really feel called to actually do the journaling anymore. Um, mainly because I had a a level, like a hyper-awareness level within myself where I was doing this, this downloading and these transmissions um, more naturally internally. Um, so I didn't feel the need to journal for a while. But what's been happening for me now is I, I'm, I'm waking up earlier and earlier or I'm waking up at um, certain times during the night, which happens a lot when I'm in heavy creation and rebirth and reinvention mode. And so I, uh, yeah, so I was waking up at 1.17 a.m. consistently for a long time um, and I would write. And then... Um, at the moment, what's happening for me is I'm setting an alarm for 4.30 every day because I love waking up early. I thrive off it. It is, I feel that the hours between 4.30 and 6am are just the most magical. Um, for me as an independent mother who has my, my children a lot, it's magic because I get space. For my children, it allows them to wake up to a mummy who's, you know, showered and who's made the lunch and the breakfast and is calm and has filled her cup and is is now um, showing up as a mother from overflow rather than from tiredness or feeling empty or feeling rushed or feeling frustrated, which is how a lot of mothers tend to show up, especially in the morning. Not to say I don't love to then get back into bed and cuddle my kids <laughs> because that's one thing I, I will not uh, sacrifice on. But I've been waking, I've been setting the alarm for 4.30 and I've actually been waking up at like 4am, just ding, 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 lights are on. And when we wake up and we don't look at our phones, for example, right, when we wake up naturally and we just, um, 
slowly wake. It it's um we we're in kind of like what they would call an alpha state. So the um the brain waves and the frequency of the brain waves are slower, right? So when we're when we're wide awake, our mind, our brain is going a million miles an hour and therefore we're thinking about five things at once. Like right now I'm even here being present yet my brain is able to think about other things. Like I can see out the window, I'm looking at the sky, I'm looking at the wind, I'm looking at the sun, I'm thinking about my body, I'm wondering when my partner's turning up, I'm wondering if I'm hungry, what I'm going to eat. You know, we this is what we do, right? But in this, in this little... Mm -hmm. it's like this delicious little crevice of time when we wake, if we're not woken by a silly alarm that is like ding, 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 or um, our children jumping on us or because we're late, if we're waking slowly and consciously, we, we are in an alpha kind of state and it's a beautiful place. It's where I do hypnosis as well. So I, um, I do um, a really incredible form of hypnosis Almost every day I stack that with meditation. At the moment I'm meditating at least an hour to an hour and a half every single day, all leading me to a point. <laughs> so um, when I journal now, it's when I'm in that alpha state and what so often happens is it becomes rather than like a curiosity to journal, I'm curious about this thing, I'm going to journal about it, I'm downloading the day before, I'm thinking about what I did good, I've got a prompt or something, which is like that stuff is brilliant. Like if you don't journal, I would highly recommend you source out and one of my clients actually is in the process of creation of this. So I will share that when that comes to fruition. But seek out a way to be prompted so that you can journal really effectively. But after a while for me, it just, it wasn't necessary. So instead I'm calling it, um, it's a transmission. It's a download. It is, it is something where I'm in a state, an alpha state and a state of flow where words are coming out of me. And I'm almost, well, I'm not consciously sitting there and doing it, if that makes sense. So I hope you guys are following along and I hope it's all kind of making sense to you. But the other day I I had a, um, it probably took me two minutes to write this stuff down and I put the date, which I don't normally do. And then a few days later, I was like, wow, this is interesting. I do, I did not remember writing it yet. The words were so potently being, uh, what's the word weaved into my existence. So the words were being weaved in without me knowing. So what I believe was happening was that at a subconscious level, that download or that transmission or that programming was coming through into my life, yet I hadn't physically thought about it, but I was being it and doing it. And then I opened my journal and I was looking back because the day after that, I was journaling around my new program, my new mentorship. So I was journaling the morning of one of my free masterclasses on the 11th of the 11th around my high level leadership and momentum coaching, which is the legacy leaders. So I've just released a six month high level business 
and life mentorship. So I'm calling it high-level leadership and momentum coaching now. That is what is landing and feeling very, very aligned to this to this process. And this is a this is a space of creating um, leaders, people who lead their life and who lead their businesses, people who are fiercely, fiercely taking responsibility for their generational healing and the responsibility of leaving legacy by healing our generational trauma, by healing our programming and our conditioning. And then we're building momentum off the back of that healing and that creates a legacy. And so I was in my journal writing about this and what we're doing and I was mapping out what each month was about and I was creating a method. I'm calling it the momentum method. So if this is all sounding interesting to you, please, please, please feel free. Please feel free to reach out. Um, but it, it, was, it was all these journal prompts about every facet of life being involved in, in my coaching, which it always is, but this, um, this deep sense of wellness and mental clarity, vitality, relationships, proximity, frequency, brand identity, marketing, your business tone of voice, what your energetics and embodiment and attunement have to do with all of it, what happens when you choose to create legacy and you leverage yourself in that way. And so all that was there. And then I flicked, I know I take a long time to get to the point, but I think you guys don't mind. I like, I think you'd like, like the storytelling. <sighs> Hopefully. <laughs> anyway, um, I look back in my journal and here we are and I go, wow, this is a beautiful download. And it came off the back of some beautiful conversations that I'd had with my partner and it was just, it was really cool. And then in the last week or so, I've been over in my Telegram channel sharing snippets. So if you don't follow me there, I'm on Telegram and it's unlike social media in terms of instead of me posting text and pictures, I, I just voice note people in there. I just, if I have something to say, I say it. And so I said something in there the other day and I got so much feedback from people and that is where I'm getting to today, which is around this, this download. So I'm going to read it to you and then I'm going to give you something to work with off the back of it. Who does my business require me to be? As a possibility, what does she look like? What is my golden ticket? Sometimes myself isn't what my business needs. Sometimes myself isn't what my business needs. My human is very different to my businesswoman. <sighs> I can't wait to talk to you about this. My business needs to show people that I know how to beat adversity and create legacy. I have the tools and the knowledge to help anyone step into their greatness and their power. As a businesswoman, I am all facets, but I show people the most dreamy, elusive parts of my existence. The human required to create this wealth is the woman who is healthy and fit, clear in her mind and ruthlessly striving behind the scenes. She values her well-being and appreciates her income. She is high value and her dreams are clear. She knows exactly where she is going. <sighs> and I 
can't read my writing there and her every, and and every inch of her potential oh no goodness gracious that sounded so good until Jess stuffed it up oh hmm and the exact success she, she desires she knows exactly where she is going <laughs> And she has everything in her potential to create the exact success she desires. It's funny when you download stuff and your writing becomes like a doctor's writing. She does this strategically and is unfolding rapidly as a result of her clarity and commitment. This is the woman, the businesswoman, she needs to be. So it was an interesting little download and... Um, and when I read it back, I was like, oh, wow, this is just so, so accurate right now. And so I want to talk to you guys about this. <laughs> I was about to say quickly. We'll see. I want to give you something to go away with that you can then potentially implement and you can and use and utilize, right? So at the moment, I think it's really important um, for me to express how I feel around this. And I said this to somebody the other day. <clears throat> If you were to describe your business and if you were to look at your brand and your identity, because even as a person and if my, my, me, I am my brand, right? But I still have a identity within that brand. So I've got a human, I'm the human <laughs> and I've got the businesswoman. So that's how I'm referring to the two parts of me, the human and the businesswoman. So the human is the, the person that wakes up with no makeup on in her raw self that goes to the toilet that cries sometimes that has all the humanness and then we have the businesswoman and she is very different the human is much more feminine and much more relaxed and much more open and free and that human supports the businesswoman so the the more aligned i am in my humanness <laughs> the more that that human can support my businesswoman but my businesswoman is a different person, right? And so the person that I am, although both of these people, personas, identities, whatever you want to call them, are both me, they're both authentically me. I am not in the state of businesswoman consistently because I'm human and I have a human me, right? I know that sounds a bit woo-woo, but just keep following along. Just keep keep coming with me on this little journey. <laughs> it shall be worth it. So playing with this idea and saying, well, who does my business need me to be? What kind of woman is required in business? Because that is a very large question that you need to answer for yourself, especially if you are attempting to build an actually viable and successful business, right? So there are a lot of women that start business and have no connection to the type of female they are going to need to show up as to earn what they want to earn. Like I would be so happy if I didn't have to muster up all that courage all the time, muster up all that show, speak on my stories. I would be so happy if I didn't have to have a massive systems upgrade right now. And I would be so happy if all the abundance and the money was coming in just being my human and just floating around 
going to the sauna and swimming in the beach and drinking vino and having a final time and loving my kids and loving my partner. And I would fucking love that life, but that is not ever going to get me the income, the trade of energy that is required. So there's a part of me that has to step into this other person and nobody really ever sees it apart from obviously when I'm on Instagram or social media or on a, on a mastermind call or, um, or a free offering and you'll see me step into it. So, so the, the real, this is actually such a beautiful conversation. The real me, the human, only a few people get to see her like three or four really. And then about 10 or 20 of my closer friends and family get to see most of that human. But there's really only like three people that know the real human at the level of intimacy that you would know, which is my children and my partner, right? And even those humans still don't get everything because how could they possibly ever get it all? It's impossible um, because there are parts of our lives where we spend it intimately with ourselves and nobody's around for that and nobody can understand the way we think, you know, no matter how much we try and we want them to, there is going to be thoughts and processes that, that we have that just are unimaginable to other people. And the same goes with this businesswoman, right? So people like our employees, I have three, four employees at the moment. And, and those people see me in part of my businesswoman. They see parts of the businesswoman that I am, but they don't see other parts. And so it would be very easy to, and it, was an, it sounds very um, elusive to be able to just be 100% yourself and make an amazing business. But the 100% yourself is potentially not what the business requires, Right. And so it's about putting on a different hat. And I use this, this um, I've heard this years and years ago and I never really connected to it the way I do now. We have so many hats, right, that we need to put on, men and women both. Um, I wouldn't say women more, but I feel like we, we, um, we do put them on. I think men are just like themselves most of the time, whereas we literally are like shapeshifters. So you've got the mum, you know, you've got the mum hat. And I always kind of relate this to the physical hat that I would be wearing and the clothing and, you know, that type of um, expression, right? So you've got like the mum hat where you've got to be more serious or you've got to be more playful or you've got, you know, you've got your gym gear on and you're running around. You've got the um, the wife or the partner hat or the the sexy hat, you know, Um that woman, how does she dress and how does she behave and how does she stand and how does she move? And then you've got the businesswoman and then you've got the daughter and then you've got the sister and then you've got the this and the that. And there's a there's a, a lot of different hats that we can be putting on. It's very important to understand that as a businesswoman, if you want to be a businesswoman, not just a business owner, because you can own a business and not have success, right? There's stuff I have to do that nobody understands. And when people look from afar and say, well, how is she successful? What is it that she's done to get where she is? 
obviously I teach my clients everything I know, but there is so much that is required. And so I want you guys to play with this. I feel like I could talk about this subject forever, but I want you guys to play with this as a thought process. And I want you to consider what type of woman your business desires you to be. And I would really suggest that you really have a really hard think about this. Are you, are you able to open the doors of your personal life and your business to everybody? And would you be happy doing so? And are you living in integrity while doing that? I've had this conversation with myself and there have been times when the answer would have been hell no because I wasn't in, in full integrity. I wasn't in full embodiment. I was being hypocritical. Whereas now with the maturity I have, with the experience of owning businesses for 20 years, and that doesn't mean I was doing well at owning those businesses for 20 years. Let me tell you, I was doing shit at a lot of it. But now with the experience and the maturity and all those things, now I'm in this position where I can say I'm in full integrity and I know exactly how to coach you and take you to the place you need to go. I have the ability to get those results with you. But a while ago, it wasn't exactly that way, you know, and it, it required me to continue to step up. And so the income I desired, the, the audacious amounts of money I wanted to earn, the goals I wanted to kick, every time I felt myself slipping, every time I felt myself moving away from the potential that was there because it's unlimited, right? It actually is. It's just about whether you want it or not bad enough or whether you're happy feeling shit. Like I hate mediocrity. I hate it with a passion, right? Mediocrity is just, it's not for me. I don't like it. So that was just a rant. (laughs) So What I'm saying by that is you get to question it and you get to say, all right, for the goals I desire, for the the real deep down desires that I have, what kind of businesswoman would be able to attract that desire? Write that down. What kind of businesswoman would be able to attract the desires I have? If your desire is 20,000 a year, you could probably just show up and wing it, right? (laughs) I just sounded so Aussie then. I am Aussie, so I suppose that's okay. If your desires were a million dollars a year, you probably couldn't show up and wing it. You would probably need staff and systems and automation and you would probably need to be contributing to higher source. You would probably need to have a very rock solid number of routines, rituals, vitality, creating activities. You would probably need to have a great relationship because you can't build business when you're fighting with your husband or you're yelling at your kids consistently. I'm telling you this from experience. It doesn't work that way, right? And so you cannot attract in the desires and the energetic exchange of money unless you are in full embodiment of the woman required 
to be deserving and an energetic match for the money. That's why when people win the lotto, they fucking, they lose it all. Like they spend it straight away because they're not energetically matched to that kind of um, wealth. And so they create, they, they create a plan subconsciously to go back to being poor. It's absolutely insane. So subconsciously, you can be running stories in your head about your unworthiness. You can be running stories in your head about what you think is too much money. I used to have a glass ceiling. So 100000 was a glass ceiling because why would you need more than $100,000 a year? So I kept hitting a hundred. I think I got to 112 one year and then I went back down. I couldn't get past it because the subconscious brain was telling me that's enough, Jess, that's enough. And I didn't want to invest in myself. I didn't want to invest in systems. I didn't want to admit that if my business was going to scale to be a million dollar a year business, a multi-million dollar a year business, what would need to happen for me to be prepared for that? Number one, I had to absolutely neutralize my relationship with money. Second to that, I had to understand that I needed very solid, secure systems and a long-term plan that was going to support that growth. I needed to make sure I had people I can trust around me. I needed to make sure that my health was in check, that I was sleeping well, that I was tuned into my fucking life, right? I needed to make sure all toxicity was removed. Anyone that's not serving me, bye, right? Anyone that's going to challenge me, I will challenge you. I will speak in my truth. I will take full fucking ownership of what I want. I will make sure everything is squeaky clean. I'll make sure that energy is where it has to be. Then energetically, the frequency that I vibrate at is a match for the money, the abundance, the business I desire. And so this is a really, really big topic. And I, I will be teaching on this in my in my next six-month program, The Legacy Leaders. If this is hitting you somewhere, if this is touching your soul, if this is making you have some realizations, you do want to be one of the 10 people that come into The Legacy Leaders. Absolutely. You want to be one of those people. And your window is right now to actually come and ask me about it. Like literally, I think I've only got seven positions left. And this, when this comes out, it might be none. I think, it, I think it will still be available. We'll see. We might have to release this one this week. <laughs> All right. So I really, really, really want you to tap in and tune into this frequency and understand this. And I want you to start asking yourself some high quality questions because when we question things, we get answers, right? When we become curious with life, we have an expansion point. We have an ability to say, oh, now my mind has been expanded here. Now I know where I actually need to go. So I am going to be talking about this, teaching about this in, the, in our mastermind, in our six months together, but you actually get me for 12, six months intensive and six months unlimited voice support to, to keep you and your momentum going. Um, there's a momentum method that I'm going to be teaching as well. But if this is something you find very intriguing, I just, I'm so excited that I can do this. I, I feel completely honored that I'm at a position where I can. But I want you to understand 
you really need to go there with this. Don't just listen to this and then keep driving the car and keep acting the way you've been acting. If you really desire change, um, if you really desire your business to not be a failure, um, if you're if you're if you're sitting at a glass ceiling, I'll give you an example. I had a client not that long ago who was who went from working in a shopping center, having a hundred dollars in her account, to building a twelve to sixteen thousand dollar a month income as a coach, and um, and that was pretty good. She really wanted more. Um, in the last three months, and we've worked on and off together, she generated. She did a launch which generated $55,000 in cash. Um, so she did that and um, her and her husband have just bought their dream home. They manifested a large amount of money to come in. Um, I don't love the word manifested, but it, it was a manifestation combined with hard work and strategy. <laughs> and that was a glass ceiling for her. So there may be 16 or 20 was like another bit of a glass ceiling. So you may be somewhere like that. You may have reached your tipping point. And if, if you have, then this podcast, you need to go back and you need to really listen and understand it and ask yourself those questions. Because the minute I took that step, you know, I just decided good quality questions, Jess. And I realized I've been doing this for quite a few quite a few months, but I took the step and I transitioned over to a different person, a different businesswoman. And the unraveling and the unfolding of that is absolutely phenomenal. So we always say quick. It's never quick. I don't know. I don't know if that was quick or not. Anyway, I hope that you have enjoyed this. I sincerely, sincerely thank you for listening, for supporting and for being here to consume what I have and take it into your life and implement. So have a beautiful, beautiful week ahead and I'll be back for you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. As always, I appreciate you and I honour you and I give you so much respect for allowing me to be a part of your world. If you enjoyed this, please feel free to share. Please feel free to give me a rating. Tell me what you think. Leave a review. You know how much that would make my heart sing so fucking much. <laughs> ah, Thank you so much. I'm going to leave it there with you. Have an amazing day. Mwah.